0: Technology has evolved so quickly that the people running capitalism from the top no longer understand the tools that are necessary for it. They have to pay guys with ponytails and and piercings to turn on the machines every morning. And that must be very terrifying to them.
1: Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU with your hosts Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Oh yeah!
2: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Hoosier Sophisticate here on WGNU nine twenty AM. I'm joined by my partner in studio, Stephen George Michael Elgin. He's back. Hello. And we got our buddy Seth Ferrani in studio. Wanted to let you know, hey, that whole first hour, it was brought to you by James Carlton, carltoninsurance.net. If you need insurance, you're crazy not to give the guy a call, especially if you've got a young driver, 18, 24 years old. They are competitive on their rates. And here's the best part. They have a uh, just a real nice synergistic relationship with our second hour sponsor, Lifetime Roofing. Roof, roof. The guys, they speak the same language. If you're set up with James and you have some roof problems, it, you, I don't even know that you have to do anything. You just have to wake up, and they're going to take care of you. Check out Lifetime Roofing. Just go Google them. Check out carltoninsurance.net, 314-961-4800. They
3: make this whole show possible. Do you think we're not synergizing all of our sponsors together? Because if you don't think we are doing that, you're wrong. That's right.
2: Guys, <laughs> uh, let's get back into – Seth, your story is fascinating, man, and and I dig it. We were talking about how you know you, you began writing uh, when you were inside and really as a, as an artistic outlet – I think there's a lot of uh, maybe because of what we see in Hollywood, and you know, and and, and stories being told, uh, people that have ne- don't have that experience on the inside. They they've got this idea of this uh, really uh, tribal, maybe sometimes violent in different facilities. When when you went in, were you just were you on an island? Were you by yourself? Did you feel like you had to kind of? pair off with a group or did, did that exist? Did you what
4: join you the at?
3: white supremacists is what Craig's trying to ask. <laughs> that's here. Not what I'm asking. Did you kick you
4: someone's the Arian- ass the first day?
3: <laughs> did you join the Aryan Nation, <laughs> the Chola This is not what all I'm all asking. The, all the stereotypical stuff Craig has seen on television. That's what that's what, he's
4: beating around the bush, but <laughs> yeah. that's what he was trying to
5: say. Yeah. yeah you know, when I went in, the, the feds are really a, a different type of animal. You know, than the state. I know uh, I know a lot of state joints, it's more, you know, right when you come in, you know, like dudes are like, yeah, who are you? Where are you from? Who are you with? You know, even in some of the fed joints, like the penitentiaries, it's more like that. Like how, like you, you would imagine a movie, like, you know, the new guys come in, the fish, and they're walking, you know, carrying their stuff. And there's like lines of people. You know, I never went oh, through fish anything fish? like that. Right. Yeah, right. I've heard of places like that where it's like that. but Did you have the red line
4: and the blue line? It's like you stay on the red line uh, if you're going in. Or- no,
5: they did have... Um- like, they would have lines on some places that were out of bounds, and, like, you could, like, when they had the moves or stuff, like, you couldn't go in certain areas. And if you did, you know, you would get, like, an out-of-bounds shot. And, you know, you couldn't go by the fence or the wall or stuff like that, you know, because then, uh, you know, they think you're trying to skate. But,
3: uh, <laughs> yeah, they frown upon you hanging near the wall. Just checking it out. Just checking it
4: out. Pressing but, against the wall yeah. while the light comes by the yeah. stereotypical, like.
2: Yeah, the circle light. <laughs> I mean, Don't just, move. Just, they won't see you. I, in a roundabout way, does making friends come easy in a spot like that? I mean, uh, it's you know.
5: Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like you got to go in. I mean, basically, it's like a it's like a bunch of predators. You know, but there's some there's some decent dudes in there. There's some good dudes. There's some people with morals. But you know, it's it's still at the same time you got to put this front on. Sure. You know, you got you got to put this front on, and you got to let and it can't be a front because it can't be a bluff. So it has to be real, even though if it's not you, it's like a mask you put on, and you have to let people know. Like, look, dude, boom, here's a line in the sand. If you cross this line, it's gonna be problems. Right. And then if someone does call your bluff and cross that line, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, luckily, I never got in any serious serious beefs, you know, or you know, big long, you know, uh, drawn out, you know. Encounters of violence or anything like that. You know, I, w- I was in a lot of fist fights and stuff like that, but I was the type of dude, I didn't care, you know, if, if me or you had a beef, I wasn't going to wait for later, I wasn't going to go to my homeboys or this or that. You know, I was going to hit you in the face right there. Just settle and, it. Yeah, and come what may, you know, and a lot of times when you do stuff like that. Yeah, why drag, why drag it out? But a lot of dudes do that because they don't want to fight or they're scared or they're this or this. I don't I don't know but uh, <laughs> How
3: about that? Yeah, but uh, you should be thrown in prison immediately.
5: <laughs> yeah, I never felt I never <laughs> felt the need to, uh, you know, join a gang or sure. stuff like that. But I can say, too, that the first joint I went to was a medium high in 1993. It was called SCI Manchester in Kentucky. And it was smaller back then because that was when they first started filling up all the federal prisons. So there was only about 50,000 people in the federal system back then, as opposed to like 200,000 now. But uh Nonviolent, But, drug you know, I, I came in and, and even my case was out of Virginia, but I grew up in California. So immediately when you come in, when you go on the unit, you know, they, they want to know where you're from because they're going to go tell your homeboys. You know, they want to know, you know, if you're a snitch or not. They want to see your paperwork. Right. And then they want to know, you know, like, like what's your heritage or, you know, what's your ethnic group or who do you claim or whatever. So, you know, I was from California. So my only homeboys there, I mean, we're in Kentucky, are like the uh, the Mexican gangbangers, the Serenios. Yeah. You know, that's my homeboys. Right,
3: on. I, um, that's weird. I got, I got, MS-13. yeah. Sorry, bro. I got you a got twenty-five
5: year sentence. You know, my my paperwork's good. I didn't snitch on nobody. Right. So dudes are looking like at me, like you know. You know, who's this dude? You know, you got 25 years. You know, I'm like 22. I look like a little college kid or something. They're like, man, this dude, he must be connected or whatever. And then I got an Italian last name. So all the mafioso, I'm on the, you know, Kentucky East Coast, all the mafioso are coming up to me like, oh, who's your dad? Who's your grandparents? Where's your family from? You know? Yeah. So, I mean, I immediately come in and dudes, you know, I'm this little skinny white kid because... I mean I was tall but you know I was probably maybe you know 175 180 you know I'm I'm like bigger you know I'm a grown man now Was <laughs> you know, there anybody there that like kind of knew about your story beforehand like like cuz you were wanted for a while Yeah but I mean in Most people, they they know, you know, I wasn't like, I might have been like a suburban legend, you know, in in Fairfax, in in Virginia, but, you know, it didn't resonate really outside of that. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I kind of built a reputation while I was in, but a lot of dudes in in prison, they got reputations, you know, because they're killers or they're violent or they do stuff in there or they've been around a long time or they're a good basketball player, a good athlete, you know, or maybe. You know, yeah. a guitar player, or a rapper. You know, people that you know. People go <laughs> he's killed that. three. He's killed three people, and he's got a hell of a layup. Yeah, they have dudes like you know. They have dudes. They might be, uh, you know, killers or this or that, and they like play country songs or you know, it could be anything. World rap, class yeah, musician. Ray Lewis yeah.
3: can tackle a guy like nobody's business, murders them <laughs> by the dozen, <laughs> so writing allegedly. For, writing
2: for Vice, uh, you know, I, I guess they lean on 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 your connections and everything like that. I want to switch gears a little bit to to a more. I, I read a piece of yours. This has been a few months ago uh, when the whole Whitey Bulger thing went down and when they moved Whitey. Uh, and it, it when the article that I read of yours almost seemed like it was it was quite matter of fact that everybody just kind of knew how that was going to go down. Oh. I mean, probably even Whitey himself,
5: right? I mean, yeah, like I he, mean, he knew. I mean, that's it's look. Crazy he's going. Man. He's going from Coleman, which is Coleman Two, which is a known protection yard. Right. It's known like as a protection yard. I mean, not every, it's not to say everybody there's a snitch or this or that. But, you know, usually the only dudes that are good on their cases there are probably like the, uh, you know, like the local guys from Miami. You know what okay. I'm saying? But then, you know, they got, a, and it, they got a lot of high profile guys, you know, that maybe, maybe they're not snitches or anything, but their lives were threatened or people try to kill them. So they kind of hide them out there. So that's he went from a known protection yard to one of the most vicious penitentiaries on the East Coast. <laughs> you know and a lot of the dudes that are in there had some
2: kind of one degree of separation like they call He's... that joint misery mountain dude, where now where was that that's uh hazelton okay Ah, uh, it, it was I, like his story was virginia know, like vicious he was a, he was a vicious dude and, it was, and he was he was working with the feds all along wasn't he i mean that's the that's kind of the deal is
5: uh, no i mean uh you see that a lot at the, at the highest levels, you know, at the highest levels of the, uh, criminal, you know, cause I mean, I don't, I don't care what ethnic, ethnic group it is, you know, uh, Italian, you know, African American, you know, Chinese or whatever. A lot of times the top dudes, they're working with sure. the cops, you know, or they have a relationship. You gotta you fix know? it, yeah. yeah. cause I mean, how long, how, how else are they gonna stay in power that long? You no. Know? Doubt. You know what I'm saying? So they, they got an insight. So a lot of them, you know, but, uh, I would say for for Whitey, you know, Whitey used to write me. I, I was trying to get him to tell me a story so I could I could write a book, you know, right. get a book deal because you know that would have sold. But you know, he's dead now, so I can't do that. Mm-hmm. But he, <laughs> he really messed that up. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. Way Thanks, to go, Whitey. Whitey. Way to go. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> You know, he, he used to write me, and it would have been hard to write a book with him too because his handwriting was like awful. It's Kill like chicken scratch, man. <laughs> you can barely read. It. I would try to get my wife to decipher. I'm like, can you not read really? This? What he was known for? Not yeah. not a calligrapher. Uh, more of a yeah. penmanship. <laughs> he, he had the worst handwriting. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny? I know this other writer down in Florida who actually uh, visited him, but he had like a ton of letters from him. He probably I only had maybe like five or six. This other writer I know he had like probably he has like probably fifty or sixty letters. And I was like, I was like, yeah, dude, have fun trying to <laughs> decipher all. All those letters and make a article or book out of it. I go. You're going to spend hours.
2: I think you know. Just just kind of a, a testament to the culture because there's definitely. I mean, even when we went and saw George Christie, like there's a code, right? There's an outlaw code, uh, and no matter. I mean, Whitey was. I mean, he was pushing weight. He was. He was a. He was a big deal boss, you know. And it doesn't matter, man. If you're a snitch or a snitch, you're gonna. You're gonna. Oh, yeah. You're gonna go down just and like they, the lowest
5: rat. Him. Look, the joint they put him in. That's where, like, they got. A, a lot, a lot of the Boston dudes, you know. Sure. sure. They're, they're, I mean, that whole thing was set up. Everybody's desk that that went by in the BOP, they just kind of like, oh, you know, not like they didn't even look at the name, rubber stamped it. I mean, if anybody would have looked at it with any sense and saw what was really going on, you know, they they wanted it to happen. Sure. Yeah, there, there's no doubt in my mind because he's too high profile. You're just gonna, you're going to put him on the yard with all the Boston killers. And they know who – I mean, they know who did it, right? Like, it, it guy, he was – he probably
2: the – guy, the guy that does it, and I don't know – I'm not, not sure his name, but, like, now he's he's kind of got his own little legendary status, oh, look, right? he, like, he
5: had a life sentence, but, look, th- this is what they do, too. They, and I've heard this, like, from penitentiary guys. They'll tell me, you know, like, sometimes these guys, they, they got a life sentence. They've been in for a long time. They've been in, like, 20 years, and they've been in these vicious penitentiaries or their level won't drop, you know, because they got a life sentence. So sometimes these guys, they get to the point – where they want a break, right? Yeah. So, how do you get a break when you're in a max, you know, like a high level max security prison and you got life? You kill somebody and then they send you to the supermax. So, you get your own cell and a TV and everything, you know, and you got to go back down through the STEP program, the supermax in uh, Colorado. Okay. okay. And, and you go there. So, that's what they do. And they go there and they go through the STEP program. And it takes them like three to five years. And they go through the program. They finally advance and then they kick, get. Kick back down from max to high, and then when they finally go back to the penitentiary, they're legends. You know,
4: because I'm they killed you. because they killed a fellow inmate.
5: Yeah, so this dude huh. who killed Whitey Bulger, you know, he's going to go to the supermax. Is there Super only a supermax? It,
4: is there only it one sounds, one it Super sounds like almost like a, like a Super Walmart market? or yeah. something. Like, hey, let's go to Super Super supermax. Laundry detergent. Some underwear, it's all yeah. down there at the Supermax. Super you buy it in bulk, you get a discount. But this guy's—he's—he's well, going to
5: have his own stuff He's cash. Yeah, he's going good- have his own cell for probably you know at least two, three years, maybe three to five years if he bucks a couple of times, you know. Because they got like it's a step down program, you know. And if you violate any of the rules, you go back to the beginning, you know. And it can take like if you go all the way through it, you know. Supreme was there. Supreme went through it. So if you go all the way, he did it pretty quick, you know. You can get right. You can get through it in like three years. But some dudes. They just keep, you know, doing stuff. And I think some dudes, they get to the point where they might like being isolated better than, you know, especially if you've got some type of stature to your name or whatever. They like being isolated more than having to be on the main line yards and constantly being tested or having some young guys trying to come make their name on them because they got a big name. Because, I mean, you know,
2: Whitey was connected enough, that, and, and sure, he pissed off a lot of people, but... There's still probably some people that would would put a target on that dude's back that knocked off Whitey, right? I mean, would, am I, am uh, I wrong? No no, no, no,
5: he's a hero. I mean, once you're in... You, Inside, he's a hero. You're
2: working for yourself once you're in,
4: right? Oh, Basically.
5: yeah, Basically, yeah.
4: like, you, there's no, like, oh, well, he knocked this guy off, so that means I can go through the ranks if I knock that guy off.
5: No, no, because, I mean, I mean whatever whatever you have on the street... You know, criminal-wise, I mean, as soon as the feds come, it's gone yeah. anyhow. Yeah. I mean, why Whitey didn't have nothing. I mean, he probably wanted to die, so that's why he was like, whatever. Or maybe <laughs> or maybe he thought that he was so smooth or he had so much juice or he thought that these guys were, were Boston, So I'm just right, going to yeah. come. Yeah, I'm just going to come. I'm going to run the Boston dudes because I'm Whitey Bulger, but... Nah, those, those were some that. real dudes you know and that does happen in the Fed sometimes like you know maybe not in the penitentiaries but maybe in the mediums and definitely in the lows you have dudes who are known snitches you know walking around man yeah it happens i i, mean, I was in mediums i've seen it i i saw in the mediums when i was in uh west virginia in gilmer west virginia like 2004 2006 there was this dude and he was a snitch and and they had some dudes they can't, he was like from kentucky or something so you know all the all the white boys are like, Oh yeah, that dude's hot, he gotta go. He's your homeboy, you gotta run him off the yard. So they went and tried to run him off the yard and he was a big dude, man. He beat him down, he beat like three or four of his homeboys down, right? So then so then then they came back, you know, and all the dudes like they they were meeting out on the yarding and they're like, well, What are you gonna do about this dude? You know, and then like somebody else oh, I'll do it. So they tried and he beat them again and then finally it was like the dudes from like the uh you know, it was the California dudes. Okay. You know, like some Nazi lowrider dudes and like some A.B. associates, you know. anheuser kinda, Bush. Yeah, no, <laughs> Aryan Brotherhood. Oh, they, okay. were kinda, they, were, they were running the white boy car, you know, on the yard. Same diff. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, like, like four or five of them went, you know, and they got him and, and, you know, they beat him down and the cops came and got him. And then they, went, they told the SIS, that's like the investigation, investigate like the prison FBI, they told them if you let him back out on the yard, we're going to kill him.
3: Unreal. It, were th- Were there any dudes when you went in that they're like, "Hey, man, watch out! That Steve Elgin over there—he sucks some dude's eyeball out." one time. <laughs> watch
5: No, out no, for no. That you do, you do you hear stuff like that? Like I-, I had times before, like you know, it might be an older dude or something. Yeah. Like, this was when I was real young in my twenties, and you know, because I, I I was not like I was the biggest dude, but I always had a little size to me, and I worked out at a. What. Yeah, yeah, go but, ahead and uh, take it from the top.
2: <laughs> what did you say, say to that guy? I'll forget you,
4: sir. Forget you, gentlemen. <laughs> you, you know I mean? I'll give you one of these. <laughs> I'll butter your oh, bread. <laughs> I'll butter fun. your bread. <laughs>
5: <laughs> then then somebody would come up to me later, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, you know this dude? Like, uh, yeah, he killed three people and one person in prison. Maybe you wouldn't want to talk to him like that. And I'd be like,
3: oh. Uh, good to know. Hey, Sorry, fella. Good, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> we had a and misunderstanding. It's,
5: all, it, it's all always the little dudes. It's like the little dudes are like well, the most yeah. violent. Was
4: know, it like, hard to get like what you needed? Like is it, like when it comes to like the rank st- structure or whatever, like you know guys in there like trying to get cigarettes books to read whatever yeah, how about drugs it is. I could, like i a drug or, or maybe yeah actually uh, there's an opioid crisis within the prison, prison yeah. system
5: no i mean every everything you get out here you can get in there it's just yeah. you know it's it's like a uh, the drug trade in there it's like a, it's like a microcosm you know of the drug trade out here it's just you know a lot smaller like i used to get um i used to get ounces of weed in there you know, I would,
0: I would buy how it.
4: The, how, how does somebody
5: like, like in one bag, like one ounce of weed is like? I'm going to tell you how they do it. Okay, <laughs> please, please do. <laughs> All right, look, step That's okay. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot it comes it comes in. Make a cake. It comes in through the <laughs> the visiting room. You know, I would buy it when it was already in there. All right. You know, just. I'm okay. just telling yeah, you that. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, tell yeah, you how sure. they do Allegedly. it. So, so you don't think that I was doing it how they do it. <laughs> no, it's you're you're out, Moreau. Oh, I know I know how they do it. They cleared <laughs> you. They, they sent you home. They get an ounce. They'll wrap it up real real tight, as small as they can with like duct tape or something. So it might be you know like this big. I know where this is going. Okay. Right. right? Yeah. And For they,
4: those they, listening, that's a very small
3: size. It up, they keister it. They keister it. An ounce. Oh,
2: keister an ounce.
5: They. Boof. Yep.
2: It, however you
4: want
3: to hey, say. I it. got a QP in here right now. Let me get it out. Of
4: the
5: home. <laughs> that's where I keep my. That's yeah. where I keep my car keys. <laughs> that's, I, how did so I, that's how they do it. So that's I I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. That sure. I would buy it when it was already in. It. I would not keister <laughs> it, it. Already
2: gone through sanitation and everything. We got it. Uh,
5: the keister got no, comes out. I, I got it before one time. One time, you know, I got one, and Isn't I got it no funny? What did it I smell it like? Oh, no. so oh. It was all wrapped up, and the dude had just gotten in wreck from the guy who, you know, unkeistered it or whatever. Unkeistered. And I, I and, love it. And he brought it back. Look, he brought it back. That it is was, not a prison term. Like, <laughs> hey, my boy just unkeistered an ounce, dog. Like. <laughs> but look, the guy brought it back from wreck in, like, some popcorn bags. You know, because okay. they had popcorn. So he brought it back, <laughs> and he came in my cell, right? And he came in my cell, and he threw me. He had, like about four or five bags of popcorn and it was just in one so he like threw me the whole bag of oh, sorry yeah so this was like the first time so i unwrap it you're finding un- unwrap the popcorn and get it and i start unwrapping the duct tape right and in the middle of the time i'm unwrapping no. the duct tape i'm like oh no oh no, ah. oh, no. like a dookie bomb ah.
4: this so is but the, you could tell somebody had keistered it but you know, I, I learned even. right
5: after that. After that, I would you know I would get some, pay somebody to do that for me. So sure. How did you pay for it? You mean just give them some weed?
3: Oh <laughs> well, how did you buy the? Well, stuff like around? how do you how
5: do you get started?
3: Like yeah. you, you go
4: in with nothing. How do you like build off of nothing?
5: Well, what you do it, when you when you work in there, it's like uh, you know, like let's say you're going to bring something in. You're going to bring something in, so you say, okay, I'm coming to this date. My girl's coming up or whatever, right? And So he's say, not a prisoner. He's No, oh, no, he's in prison too. Oh, his is. girl's okay. going to bring it to him in the okay. vision room. Okay. But he'll have the deal set up with me. So what he'll say to me, he'll want me to send money to the street to like his girl. So, you know, like his girl will buy the ounce for whatever, you know, $200. And keister it. No, no. <laughs> I mean – Sometimes a girl, girl, girls have girls have other options too. So they're like kangaroos;
3: kangaroos. they can just. I mean,
5: she's gonna she's gonna do the same. She's gonna do the same thing, except you know, but uh, but uh, yeah. So
3: then,
0: like
5: your your girl's gonna pay two hundred dollars for it, but then I'm gonna get my girl to send your girl like six hundred dollars. Okay, right. So that's how you pay for it. Oh, my God. It's all, all done outside. outside. But,
4: but it does. But you can do it in there. I mean, too. you can like, earn money. You can earn stamps, money in prison. Well, you right? can do like, it
5: with stamps or I could send the money you know, off my books yeah. You know, to the street. And then you know she could send it back. How does him. it
4: go from like because like you mop or you fold underwear or you work in the cafeteria, whatever it is, that money goes towards your books. How do you take it from the books to the street?
5: Well, you just fill out a form, and they'll send, pal? like, a government checkout. No doubt. Wow. That's no doubt. You know, think that, the, like,
4: w- no I one's thought w- to put a stop to that. Like, like we shouldn't hilarious. let people. I imagine like- the wages <laughs> are,
2: are fairly paltry. We had Jeff Mazanski on Steve's old radio show, and he, he guy did what his was a 20-year sentence for having yeah. three and a half grams of weed on him. It was a third strike mm-hmm. law, and they threw the book at him and spent most of his life in jail for, 20- for that. 3, Twenty-three 21. years, I think, and they finally freed him. But he was talking about like they were building high-end, high-end furniture, furniture uh, and these and like and basically just like just slaves. I mean, working for pennies, and then these guys were going and and then this private prison system was then taking these high-end furniture because he was like a oh, yeah. artisan carpenter, and yeah. you know they're taking this high-end furniture, they're selling it at a premium, paying him pennies on the dollar. He's like, oh.
5: Oh yeah, make Slam no, that's how, make no mistake that
2: the the, the, the never-ending drug war and putting nonviolent drug criminals in prison is absolutely just extended slavery. I mean, yeah. it's. I mean, that's for pro- like are all the systems
4: across the board like are they like that? Like, are they all is it, in is some way like for, for profit? profit? Oh, yeah. like,
5: no, I mean, I mean, obviously the state of the federal joint is, is not for profit, but in the feds they had this. Um, they got a prison factory. It's called Unicore. Mm-hmm. And when I first came in like in the 90s, like Unicorn man w- was like bang and they were doing a lot of business, making a lot of money. And and the guys in the joint were making a lot of money cuz Unicorn you could make almost like a dollar, $1, $1.50 an hour. So, Damn. Hey, when I was in Loretto, Pennsylvania, I was in Loretto. $1.50 an hour. <laughs> I was in Loretto. When you have nothing to hey, spend money on, that's, that's great. Good. That's great for prison. That's, that's I mean some people make yeah. maintenance pay $5 a month. But uh but I was in Loretto, Pennsylvania, from two thousand and six to two thousand and ten, and when I first got there like two thousand and six two thousand and eight, they had some of the guys they were working overtime and they were making like eight nine hundred a month like they were sending money out to the street to like their families helping them pay bills and stuff Dang. but uh like around two thousand and seven or two thousand and eight they had like uh, you know because I guess it was in the recession, sure, and they had like a lot of congressmen I think from Pennsylvania and some other places made like you know uh, The prisoners have all these contracts to do this stuff, and we're closing factories out here, you know, because basically what the government was doing, Unicor was only supposed to be, like, for other government agencies to buy Unicor stuff. But see what they did? They had a loophole. So any business that had any type of, you know, transaction with the government, like if, you know, a contractor worked for the government or they ordered something, they would have access you know to this unicorn, that's how they were making so much money because they were going through this loophole and just selling to anybody and you know and undercutting you know the regular business they couldn't compete with them because it's slave labor so once that came out like two thousand seven two thousand eight, you know I think now even like a lot of the unicorns shut down, so that kind of killed it. you know it sucks for the dudes in there that were making a lot of money, but you know I guess it's good for people in the world, and it's good that they're not exploiting people for slave labor
3: well seth you're you're right. And unicorn sounds like a name you would come up with when you are writing, and be like, "No one's gonna buy that name. Let me change it." Unicorn is just such like an evil generic name.
2: name. It's, yeah. not, it's the company that in the dystopian future <laughs> yeah, runs it everything. everything. It's
4: like the Terminator movie. We're, we're, we're running <laughs> up it's against like the B again. The beat version.
2: A quick question before we let you plug everything, uh, because it seems like you, you, when, when you are in that system, you are bouncing around a lot, you know, and 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 so you went in fairly young. Did you make like any Lifelong friends out of that, like did you, did you have oh, some got, buddies no, like
5: this? I got tons of dudes that I, I still communicate. Yeah, a lot of them still on the inside, inside and outside.
3: Yeah, well, it's like a, it has to be somewhat of a brotherhood because you've been through some of the same you know things together. Look, and you have really, a
4: camaraderie. Yeah, you developed that camaraderie, right?
5: <laughs> oh yeah, and you know what I found since I've been out, it's like all the uh, like a lot. of You got a lot of ex cons trying to do stuff in entertainment now, right? Yeah. Yeah. and a lot of us, we got like a real strong bonds, you know, like like George Christie, who's been on your show. Yeah, yeah. hell you know, like, yeah, you know that—that's my buddy. You know, he's Old doing angel. stuff. You know, he's trying to break down. You know, get through the gatekeepers, trying to break. We down were walls. so
4: scared when we interviewed him, but he was such a nice dude. <laughs> oh, oh, he's very a perfect talkative. gentleman. Yeah, yeah look, sure. he was
5: always, you know, he he was, uh, you know. He was always like the second in command, but he was like the more diplomatic dude. He was the one. Right. He was the one that did all. Sonny the trademark was a wild stuff. card, and he was yeah. like
2: a. He, he was a yeah. diplomat. He did character. all
5: the trademark. He d- was the one who masterminded all that trademark stuff. Really. Which is what Killer yeah. Mike was talking yeah. about yeah. on
2: his series. Now he's like, how co- he, they're starting with Crips and the
5: Yeah. You know, he's like Hells Angels. They got a registered trademark brand. Yeah. You know, like that's. It's and crazy. George Christie was the man behind that. He was the brain behind Brilliant. that move. Story Brilliant
2: wild, dude, too. man. Yeah, his story was wild. Your story is wild. Tell everybody about what you got coming up. I want to share it with our fans again. We'll let you get out of here and enjoy the rest of your Friday night. Man, we love having you in here. Your story's great. Our fans dig it. Um, I I could talk about this stuff for hours. I I think you even mentioned in passing, you know, George Young. Like, Steve and I are like,
4: (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) he's a celebrity. Uh,
2: Yeah, so tell everybody what you got going on here, man, where they can find you, uh, how they can support you, and, and, you know, we'll go from there.
5: All right, we'll check out. you know, the doc white boy that I wrote and produced, I did with uh, director Sean Reck in Transition Studios. It's going to be on Stars on, uh, I believe, Tuesday, April 9th. Right on. Yeah. So, you know, and, and it'll be on there. Um, it'll be on there. We, I think we did like a two year, 18 month or two year license. So it's going to be on there for the next couple of years. And then I also got coming up, I, I don't know when, but I got the Viceland special, you know, Fine Young Criminal series. Uh, my episodes, Have Drugs Will Travel. So that's going to be coming up. Um, My books, you can get my books on Amazon, you know, guerrillaconvict.com. That's my website. You know, I got got comic books too. And also I I got a couple short films. I got a short film that I, uh, you know, I wrote with this director and uh, acted in called The Precious and the Damned. They we're going to be submitting to festivals soon, and I got my other film that I wrote and directed called "Jesus Christ Junkie." You know, from the fourth in the Easter Bunny Assassin series, which yeah, you can't find. Actually, uh, Nathan and Brandon Shaw uh, acted in that. Didn't
2: yeah, they? yeah, yeah. Right yeah. on. Yeah, the brothers, the
4: brothers on whatever. whatever. Yeah, oh, they, are, they,
2: they, they, they were acted for us uh, on the other station that we were yeah. on. Great. They dude. were yeah, San-
5: they were on uh, the Santa Claus Crack Dealer.
2: Great, great, great <laughs> dude. And yep. then there's Easter Bunny
4: Assassin. That's yeah. like a whole series you kind yeah. of created.
5: So I, I got the new one. is, is Jesus christ junkie which is uh has a, a scully shimwell he's like a very very talented local actor and he plays the lead in that he actually plays you know jesus christ junkie and um i don't know it's whacked out so i put it i put it in a couple festivals so we'll see what happens you know sometimes i think some of my ideas might be like like Make know, too weird, farcical man. too farcical but you know i'm hoping uh you know most people you know a lot of people like it but I'm i'm hoping you know I don't know if I'll ever go mainstream, but you know, maybe I'll just be an underground success. <laughs> I, underground
2: go, success baby. sounds good to me. I tell you what, Seth, I think your uh, I think your story's captivating because well, thank you, a lot of people.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, a lot no. of
2: people <laughs> facing a similar fate. You know, at 20 years old, looking at you know life in prison, that's a that's a death sentence for a lot of people. And you went in and you came out. You you cultivated your your art, you know, and 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 found this new piece of you and, and came out. Like a butterfly, man. you got all kinds of stuff. I'm seeing you travel in the world at film festivals, things like that. You get to en- enjoy your time with your wife traveling the world. Like You've made the most of it, man. It's an inspiring story. Um, and I can appreciate the outlaw story, man. So, so I, think, I think that's why your story is super captivating. All right, go ahead. Um, go ahead, sir. Steve, go ahead. I, I lost it. Oh, I do it to him all the time. <sighs> that was Seth Ferrani, guys. This is Hoosier Fisket. Let's take a real quick break. We'll come back on the other side. We'll give you some streaming picks. We'll wrap this week up. Remind you guys, hey, if you leave right now, you can meet us down at Parlor STL with uh, a little first Friday uh, after party. This is Hoosier Fisket on WGNU nine twenty AM. We'll catch you on the other side of the break. Mm-hmm. You can get an insurance quote anywhere. What people are really looking for is someone to help manage the risk of everyday life. And that's exactly what James Carlton State Farm does. He's also dangerously handsome.
1: He has the dreamiest guys.
3: James Carlton has the best customer service in the game. You'll never get a voicemail, and you'll always get a great back rub. He
4: has the softest hands
2: strong sense of community is important to who he is as an agent. From local school sponsorships to sandbagging during floods, it's paramount to be a part of the community. We, we
1: love the car of his Jeep.
3: Guys, call 314-961-4800. Find him online at carltoninsurance.net. We love
1: sophisticated Hoosiers? Have you been to our website? Visit HoosierSophisticate.com and listen to our uncensored podcast. Share some laughs with us. Send us fan mail so we can feel warm and special. Buy our merchandise so that we can eat. Wear your Hoosier Sophisticate t-shirt at social gatherings and let the women approach you. Wear it around the office and get that big promotion instead of Ted. That's right. Screw Ted. Ted sucks. That's
4: Say word. Last February, we held our first Hoosier Tattoo Day at Tower Classic Tattooing in the Grove. And I got to tell you, a lot of really sweet art happened on that day. Everyone who showed up left very happy with their new tattoo. The artist did everything they could to ensure everything from the drawing to the application itself was perfected and exceeded the expectations of each individual client. We packed the house and the artist remained cool as a cucumber the whole time. If you got the itch to get inked, visit Tower Classic Tattooing located at 4146 Manchester in the Grove. Check out their artist profiles at towerclassic.com.
1: Have you ever been pressed for time? rushing to get to that very important meeting with the big guys or trying to beat that grace period at work and finding somewhere to park is nearly impossible you finally find a parking spot in front of the parking meter and you realize that you didn't bring any change you happen to look over and see a homeless man sitting on the sidewalk and for a half second we immediately assume that the homeless person wants something from us We snap back to reality as we check all our pockets for change because we don't want to get a parking ticket. Coincidentally, we look over and see the homeless man handing us the exact change we need for the parking meter. My new album, You From the Inside Out, was created to encourage listeners to not judge a book by its cover because sometimes it's the person that we least expect that will be the one that gives us exactly what we need when we need it view from the inside out drops march 19 everywhere and remember integrity matters the most when you're by yourself thanks for listening this is integrity follow me everywhere at integrity
6: music
2: hey there Craiger well hey steve how you doing buddy man i've been pretty good
1: well that's
3: good hey you heard anything about them newfangled hemp oils they got now i just don't know where to find a good one Well, I find the best full-spectrum hemp oil from MoMedCanCo.com. Where? I get it from MoMedCanCo.com. Is it expensive? It don't cost two kittens' whiskers. And if you enter Hoso in the promo box, you're going to get yourself 15% off. Buddy, it sounds like we're squatting a tall cotton. Darn right we are. Where can I find them? You can find them online, MoMedCanCo.com, Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. Thanks, buddy.
2: Yeah!
0: Yeah!
3: Oh. Do you want to learn how to grow high-quality medicine from four of the best minds in the cannabis industry? You do? That makes sense. Well, on April 6th, you'll get your chance. Learn to grow from a pro. Search it on Facebook. Find out all the information there. You will be learning from the best minds in the cannabis industry. Learn to grow from a pro.
1: Yeah. And just go Google
0: it. I'm gonna let those shingles down, girl,
1: for you. I'm gonna let those shingles down, boy, for you. I'm gonna do some siding, get you excited, James, heart excited. Google it. I'm
0: gonna start it. a You know I make your neighbors cry, cry, boo. Because we tell all the leaks go back. And you know we all do the sound. Game party,
3: Guys, Lifetime Roofing. We're the best roofers in the game. Best customer service. LifetimeSTL.com. Google them. Ooh. Ooh.
2: The government thinks three letters are bad. So bad, in fact, we won't even mention them. They even think that we've been waiting on them to tell us what works and what doesn't. Fine. We'll play your game. Look, friends. Our fans have given us countless anecdotal testimonies of how Missouri Medical Cannabis Company's hemp oil is helping them and their pets. Now, we wouldn't be so forward as to say this oil that has been used for a couple thousand years for a smorgasbord of ailments and applications has any positive effect on your health or well-being. But we will tell you, it's a neat oil to have around the house. We personally think it makes your pet's food taste better. And if your pet's food tastes better, they're going to be happier and generally more playful. Come to think of it. It probably makes your food taste better. May as well see if it makes you happier and more playful. Life's too short to worry about what a group of unelected bureaucrats think about you or your habits. Go to MomedCanCo.com and try out this delicious oil. It might make things better. And by might, I mean it probably will, but we aren't crazy enough to say that. If you just want to taste it and try it out, enter HOSO at checkout, and you're going to get 15% off everything site-wide. Just a reminder, this hemp oil was rumored to have all kinds of benefits before Mitch McConnell saved us from something we didn't need saved from. Thanks, Mitch. MomedCanCo.com. MoMedCanCo.com MoMedCanCo.com
3: a little something different for the St. Louis radio world. He hasn't been sleeping in his bed. He'll come in our bed every night around two thirty, three o'clock. Put
2: man. up an electrical fence around no, that door, lock it. And I mean that works both ways. I mean, there's lots of fun to be had, but also it keeps them out. Here's the deal, though. <laughs> Break uh-huh. up the voltage. It'll be like Jurassic Park. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> just blast that kid right away from the room. will never try to sleep in your bed again at three o'clock in the
1: morning. Actually, it'd probably be easier just to give him a shock collar. Hoosier Sophisticate, Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m. here on WGNU. Sergeant Jabari Wright. In the Army, I was trained as a combat lifesaver in 2012. Had an accident and became paralyzed. I was used to working in healthcare, and how I'm supposed to help people, and I'm in a wheelchair now. It really severely impacted my confidence.
2: Jim Arndt, PAVE Program, Paralyzed Veterans of America. PAVE helps veterans rebuild lives with valuable careers. We assess the skills,
4: build the resumes, and help with the interviewing skills to be able to find a career that our veterans are looking for.
1: PBA took what I was doing in the military and helped me translate that to meaningful employment in the civilian sector. Hooking up with them helped to empower me. PAVE really
4: concentrates on the one-on-one relationships. Unlike other programs that measure success by placements alone, PAVE places greater emphasis on quality jobs and continued support, our Partner
2: for Life guarantee. To learn more, visit PVA.org. A public
1: service message from paralyzed veterans of America.
0: Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting.
1: Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you, A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila. How about some ice cream?
0: As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same.
1: For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council.
0: What's on your wish list for a great place to live? Most people look for excellent schools, safe streets, access to good housing, and well-paying jobs. But what if you could live in a community that would help you protect and even improve your health and the health of your loved ones? Where you could enjoy clean air, have access to ample clean water, and shop for reasonably priced healthy food. Would you like to feel safe on your streets, whether you're driving, walking, or riding a bike? Would you like to relax and exercise in accessible parks and be able to count on good public transportation? Increasingly, cities and towns across the country are making planning for good health a priority. Planners are working with public and private organizations to create an environment that will improve our health today and guarantee the health of our children tomorrow. Learn more at planning.org. That's planning.org. A message from this station and the American Planning Association.
6: If you've been in an auto accident, even if you weren't injured, you've probably been contacted by someone urging you to go to a certain medical facility or a certain attorney to seek money from an insurance company. Auto insurance companies pay billions of dollars in medical claims each year and they are a target for fraudsters who shop for accident victims who may or may not need treatment. They want your insurance information so they can bill for unnecessary visits and treatments that you may never receive. All of this adds up to higher insurance premiums for all of us. Insurance fraud is something you don't want to be involved in. There are ways you can protect yourself. If you're involved in an accident, talk to your insurance company first. Don't provide your insurance or personal information to someone that solicits you or tries to refer you. If you are injured, only deal with legitimate medical professionals and facilities. If you suspect medical fraud, call us at one 800 L N I C B or visit www.nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau
1: a voice for all of St. Louis. We are WGNU, 920 AM and 106.9 FM.
0: There's an endless crop of new people who are interested in using these uh, botanical materials for purposes of self-exploration. Who's a sophisticate
1: on WGNU with your hosts, Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Now sit back and learn something about yourself.
0: What is psychedelic experience? I and mean, It's a gratuitous grace. It is neither necessary for salvation nor sufficient for salvation. But it certainly makes it easier.
2: Ladies and gentlemen to Hoosier Sophisticate yeah, yeah. here on WGNU nine twenty AM. Guys got a little after party at our lovely sponsors, Parlor STL in the Grove. Yeah, Tower yeah. Classic Tattooing. I was getting some uh some commentary on the old Mark Twain on that the still arm looks there. Good. It looks good, man. It looks even better than when it was fresh. Uh tell me you had a you had a good little time last night. Opening day got pushed to today. You had like a real big day planned yesterday
3: feels feels real good i've been feeling real good all day we've had a, a awesome couple of days um just everybody who tunes in everybody who supports us like i went to the blues game with my dad last night and you know we're just sitting there chatting talking about music talking about the team and at one point he's like man i just you follow your dreams man like i admire you that you follow your dreams that you know what, how do you do it what are you doing? Like." Do you success, failure, all that stuff? And I was like, whoa, man, I never really heard of it. And to have your dad say, man, you follow your dreams and I admire you. Because back in the day, you know, when I first went to college, when I was bucking the system to the fullest, everyone said, you are a crazy man. This is this is when I was 19, what is that, 17, 15, oh, 2003, 2004? Yeah, it's 2002, 2003. Okay. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm saying college is a money grab, like, uh, you know, there's med- medicinal uses to these plants and people are like, you're insane. You're dude. a madman. Get you your, get your finance degree. Exactly. Like just, just, I heard just get a degree a million times. My dad was always like, all right, I see what you're doing. You know I mean? Like have fun. Don't be stupid, but I trust you, man. Um, and then we, we've gotten a few messages. It's like, yeah. you know, it makes me emotional thinking about them, how sure. they're like, man, I, I've been listening to you. I can't share some of the stuff, but I just want to let you know, like, you guys uh, chasing after what you want to do is inspiring. And I'm like, what? Because I told my dad, I go, I don't really see it as success and failure. I'm just like one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. And now when we talk about people said, when's the show? It's like three years ago we started this stuff. And we were going through those notebooks. I got all these just notebooks of just random thoughts and ideas. It's like we've we've been putting it. Down, baby. No you doubt. You know what I mean? Like, no And doubt. it's awesome to see all of you gravitate towards what we're doing and us be able to feed off of you guys and our sponsors, Lifetime, and, and James Carlton, and MoMed Kanko, and Blake, and uh, Parler. We're going there afterwards. And Tower Classic. Like, all of these people have believed in us, and I just want to do my best for them. And, you know, having my son's game tonight, like, that was a big, like, woo emotion and and. You know, today was kind of like work. We we set ourselves up so that we could go to work and do a podcast during a Cardinals game. Like that's a dream. Like yeah, that's a true. dream, baby. So I'm telling all you guys out there, like live your dreams. And,
2: and thank you so much. Thank you so much for for entertaining our dreams. Yeah, you know, when so when when you, when you came to me with that, and buddy, you know, you, I miss my dad every day. You know, coming up on five years and, and a little less than a month. I remember of all of the the great things that I remember. I remember the the the, the times when he told me that he was proud of me, sure. and that is the most powerful thing as a father. And any of you fathers out there, you know, find something that your kid is doing great and remind them how proud of you are for for them doing that. And that is going to turn into something big. He asked you, "What is your dream?" And your answer yeah. was beautiful. And
3: yeah, he goes, "He goes, what what even is your dream?" You know, you're following your dreams. I go, "My dream is to just." Be happy and to make other people happy while I'm being happy because that's kind of the, the 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 give and take there. When I make people happy, it makes me happy. Sure. And if I can make a living off that, I don't know which direction it's going to take me. I don't know if it's going to be Friday nights on a show. I don't know if it's going nice to be nice to be
2: malleable. You
3: know, I, don't, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be a, a, a text exchange on another fan page with my buddy Craig. Like there are a bunch of things that just bring me joy. Like you know, tonight Oliver was so pumped after he got off the game. He's like, see me? I took one off the thigh. And then he hit a left foot shot that missed by a skosh. And I told, I've told, been telling him, like, you get deadly with your left. Work that left. work that left is good with your right. You can play yep. for anybody. Anybody. You, you, can, you can play for anybody. Because even the kids tonight, the best kids, they get to the They're middle, one-footed. They want they want to hit it with their right. Yep. they they want sure. to take it back to the right, and they might be good enough to where they can do it.
2: And at that age, if you can start to, it's just like switch hitting or anything. Like if you can start to learn that skill For that is super sure. foreign to you as a kid,
3: sure.
2: and 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 develop that to where once you start really playing some competitive yeah. soccer, you're you're a two foot oh, yeah. player. Like that's it's all the difference oh, in the world. Sure.
3: And then so Oliver, he just hustles his butt off. He gets in the car. You know, he's like he's jacked. And I go up to him I'm like because you were just saying the proud thing. I know, I know now as a dad, I know what that means. So I yep. go. Just every time I think I can't get more proud of you, you you, you one up yourself. Like you're class you president. There you go. You're doing awesome. You're he is. He's doing month, great. And now you're out there, and you didn't know a soul. He was nervous at first. Went out there, did his thing. By the end, he's like, "I love these games, yeah. man." And as a dad, I'm like, "Well."
2: Well, and we talk about chasing our good. dreams, but and, and and we do it. We we try to uh, be very conscious. Of the sacrifice it takes from our children and from our, our you know, oh, sure. fiancés and wives, like
3: big time. I
2: I was talking to Landon last night. I was like, buddy, I just want to sit down and watch a movie with you because I haven't been home been at night uh, in the last twelve days. So part of following your dreams also means making really hard sacrifices, but it also means that you're making the most of that time that you do have have with them. So. Yeah. We started watching something. What you've been streaming anything this week? I we'll skip a couple the song. Things. We don't have much time.
3: I, I streamed a couple things. I did the Kevin Hart special, and How was it phenomenal. He's he's I I mean, he's a pro. Laughing. He's a pro. He 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 knows how to work the crowd. Yep. He know he knows what he's doing up he's there, great. man. Like and it's worth a watch. Like it had okay. me and Jenny both rolling a few times. And he's personal. He talks about his divorce, his kids. Like he. He's great. Um, that and the Ted Williams special. Is it good? It was on, I think it was on uh, Channel 9 maybe back in the day. Now it's, they're both on Netflix. Beautiful. Great. You love old baseball stories, oh, sure. right, buddy? It's as romantic I mean, so, as Americana some gets. Of, some of the stories where no the doubt. last day he's batting 399.6 or whatever. Or, you know, like 399.6. He's got to get a hit. 0.399.6. But but they're going to round up to 400 in the record books. So he, if he doesn't play the doubleheader on the last he's, day, he hit 400. he's good. He, go, he, he goes, put me in. And this is what's awesome too, the the umpire's sweeping off the plate before his first at bat and he goes, You gotta stay loose, kid. You gotta stay loose if you're gonna hit four hundred. And so he's like, Okay. And the catcher goes up and is like calls time, walks back to him and he goes, Ted, coach told us to pitch to you today. He said, Don't give you anything. Well, we're pitching to you, just so you know. And he's like, Awesome. Oh, you're gonna make that tunnel this big for Ted Williams? Ted goes six for eight. Oh my goodness! Ends up with four hundred six. The four hundred six club.
2: Unbelievable.
3: Really cool if you're into that romanticism of baseball.
2: I am. I uh, I, I got my HBO subscription back. Nice. Uh, we're nine days Throwing away that. from games Game of Thrones. Talked about it a little bit. Uh, our Hoosiers buddy our buddy Justin Beck, he he oh. made he made a, a Hoosier sophisticated Game of Thrones death pool. I'm gonna post the the Excel spreadsheet on the page for everybody to participate. Whoever scores the highest, you basically have to guess who's going to be alive at the end, who's going to be dead, who might turn into a white walker will give you bonus points, but it'll also penalize you. So you're taking a risk if, if you're going to say they're going to be a white <laughs> no, walker. That's awesome. And then there's uh, five kind of tiebreaker questions. Who's going to sit on the throne at the end? Is Danny pregnant with John's baby? It's super cool. He put a lot of time into it. He built he's a spreadsheet. So he is, he's a super sharp guy. So shout out to him. I got HBO back, uh, and I, and we we got, we're like in season five right now. So we're going to, we've got, oh. we've got a couple of seasons too. All the Bastards
3: All right. this season. System
0: hacked. Right. Warning. Warning. System Warning. hacked. sequence initiated. Ten seconds to evacuation. Shift, Security yes. breach detected. Your intelligence is under attack. Extracting dark matter. Five, four, three, two,
6: one.
2: So I'll finish up with my pick. With HBO, uh, I get to watch my my Game of Thrones and, and get cut. we got nine days. I'm going to cram it, and it's going to just roll in real nice. A week from Sunday, we're going to start that up. But what I'm most excited about, buddy, is now that I have HBO back, I got an entire season of Silicon Valley in the can that I have not watched, and I'm two episodes in. Two it. episodes in. We're already talking crypto. We're already talking decentralized you're gonna, dude, internet. You're gonna love it. It's you're the gonna. it's the it is the smartest comedy on TV and has been for the last five years. Uh, it's it's just a tremendous show. Silicon Valley on HBO. If you haven't had a chance to watch it, you want to laugh, but you also want to like. Get a layman's understanding of how uh, Silicon Valley works. And real stuff. like Mike Judge knocks it out of the park with Silicon it's Valley. Amazing. Check that Jing out. Jing
3: Yang. It's- he has a real big, big role this time. Unbelievable. This is Arlix Ashes. Yes. It's so-,
2: <laughs> so good. So good. So check out Silicon Valley. Guys, thank you so, so much for joining us again. Thank you to Seth Ferrani. His story is remarkable. I could talk to that guy for hours. Uh, it's a whole that happens on the inside. Um, and to see his story, uh, you know, just a total turnaround of, of looking at life at 20 years old and then coming out and being a best-selling author and having all these movie projects. It's really, it's an amazing story. Inspiring. It's inspiring, man. It's inspiring. Nothing held them back. We want to thank our sponsors, Missouri Medical Cannabis Company, MoMedCanCo.com. They got vapor now. If, you're, if yeah, you're a vape, we're giving away you're, a trying vape get, you're trying to get, trying to stop uh, smoking, maybe you're taking up vaping, and you want to get some CBD, guess what? MoMed Canco's got your back. Go to MoMedCanco.com, enter Hoso at checkout. You get 15% off. they got the hemp honey. they got the new massage oil, the best hemp products you can find. There are terrific sponsors. They make this whole thing happen. James Carlton State Farm, 314-961-4800. you got a young driver. He's going to give you a rate, and he's going to make sure that they're safe. That's the other thing. They have a program to teach these kids to drive safe, which is awesome. Keep your rates down. Lifetime roofing, y'all. Roo-roo. Just go Google it. You need exterior work done. They're the, they're the best in the game. Tower classing tattooing in the Grove. Beautiful. I'm so happy. I'm so happy with it's the artwork. A, Not just it. on me, but for what they did for all of you loyal fans. You guys are so great to us. We're heading down to Parlor, baby. Come on down to Parlor STL in the Grove. We got the first Friday after party tonight. We're going to have a good old time. We love you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you flexing with us so that we can practice being the best dads that we can. Our fathers inspired us. We want to be that for our children and keep building this thing. Start start at home and make it better. Work out concentrically. We love you. This is Hoosier Sophisticate. Be well, St. Louis.